Um, by the way, happy Wednesday, pick me up. What's up? It's just um another trashy midnight reads. But let's see. Maybe we can go into view more new releases. Let's do new releases, okay? And just scroll and pick. What if I scroll like always the same part and then scroll and pick? Scroll and pick. Scroll and pick a page. Or not. Okay, we're here. Amelia! He shouted. He, his, sh okay. His shout echoed. Startled, she flinched and look, looked up at him. He'd crossed the room to stand directly in front of her. Um, she was too surprised to back away. What in the God's name do you want? He said as a curse, not a question, but she answered anyways. I want to find fairies. She'd never said it out loud before. It sounded stark, desperate, childish. Oh, sorry. I want to find fairies. There you go. Is that, is that, is that voice acting? I don't know. Nevertheless, it was as true as it had ever been. Hands clasped tightly together, a heavy lump in her belly. She waited for his response. Ha! <laughs> He laughed. As he had never done anything else, said any words at all, she might have stayed if they could have had any conversation at all, if he had asked for explanation, if he had listened, she might have stayed. But he laughed. She turned and left the room. Her one bag was already packed, and she had saved a good deal of cash, and in the future she would have access through banks to her inheritance. Inherent. Inherent. Inheritance, which came through one of her grandmothers and the rest the, f the family could not touch. It was her one stroke of luck. She would walk all the way to the village to catch the train. She would never return. But she did. So many years later, spoiler, hello, in such an altered form. She wished she could talk to James just one more time. She wished he would say something to her without shouting. Now she had Cormac, who never shouted. More than that, he listened. She could weep. Damn, true story. A couple of hours before dawn, she gave up. Cormac collected what was left of the tools and materials and crawled into the jeep to put his head back and catch an hour of two or two of sleep. Amelia didn't want to sleep. Perhaps it was... Perhaps if we performed a spell on the night of a full moon. He shook his head. You don't know. I, you don't, you, oh, freaking jeez. How did I get that? You know I don't like to spend full moon nights running all over hell and back. Surely Kitty and Ben can do without you for one night. The couple didn't know it, but Cormac liked to stay close to town on full moon nights when their wolf sides took charge. Oh, another wolfie! It's two in a row. It's like I keep getting religious novels and wolves and vibe. Well, you know what? That's not surprising. Anyways, uh, what was I saying? You know what? I should get more high school ones. I'm, I think I only got one of that, and that's the bug one. Okay, continue. Uh... When their wolf sides took charge, forcing them to shave shift. They usually went with their packs into the mountains or out east into the remote plains, far away from civilization and trouble. Oh wait, there was that teacher one too. Never mind. 
If they had been doing it long enough, they could handle themselves just fine. They had been just fine without him when he was in prison. But now that he was out, Cormac liked to be within easy reach. They never called for help. Not yet, but just in case. I don't know who's speaking here, but no. Then we find some place near Denver with gold in the rocks. That shouldn't, this shouldn't be hard. Are you sure it's even possible? She didn't say anything else, which meant she had doubts. You know, that's the trouble with these old chemists. These, those old chemists had. If you don't know something's impossible, you keep trying until you kill yourself. Okay, who is she? I have no idea. I will not kill myself. I haven't yet. Cormac, come talk to me in prison. Cormac, come talk to me in person, so to speak. That wasn't anyone speaking, by the way. That was... That was... What? That doesn't make sense. Why would, why would it be written like that? Okay, what, can you, let me read that again. I will not kill myself. I haven't yet. Cormac, comma, come talk to me in person, so to speak. Somebody help me. I don't understand. This is really bad writing. Oh, this is on brand. I love this. I feel like so, some days we get good books and I'm like, oh, I can't make fun of this. But I don't know how many times I've gone that actually, to be honest. Um... Maybe once with that author that I kind of read another book before. <laughs> this was the woman who had survived her own execution. Cormac shouldn't even try arguing with her. He let his mind follow into their shared space. The high country meadow. Here. Am I crazy? This is like the biggest taboo. They're mixing third person with first person just interchangeably without okay I, I mean i haven't done like writing for a while but here the sun was setting casting a late day glow over the valley the pattern of clouds and light much like the sunset they had watched the previous evening the slight the sight gave him a jolt, throwing his sense of time off balance. Time of day, weather, it seemed arbitrary here, when it shouldn't, because he decided what happened here. Didn't he? What is he, a god? The sunset last night, Amelia said. You were calm. You latched onto the sense of calm. He was sitting on his, his usual rock. She was standing nearby, looking into the western sky. He guessed she was right. Dealing with his mental state would be easier if he didn't feel like his brain was working all by itself so much of the time. I'd be, e I'd be even cal more calm if you just let me sleep. She came towards him, eyes lit with enthusiasm. So many variables are involved in a spell like this. It could take months to test them all. Years, even. Performing the spell at midnight locally is a safe choice, of course. But does the phase of the moon play a part or the time of the year? Both? This might be a spell that can only be performed once in decades. If an alignment of the phase of the moon and the planets in one of the solstices or the equinoxes is a factor... I don't want to spend years doing this. Well, no, of course not. 
since we don't even know if the spell is possible. I'm merely reviewing possibilities. The more I review them, the more I think it can't work. Hello, was she not interested in work? What? I'm confused. Is it not the same person? It's just as you say, the old alchemy problem, which as it turned out, didn't need magic to solve, but modern chemical manipulation. Kuznick wrote down plenty of speculation, but I gather he did very little practical testing. It's less of an idea than it is a rumor. Question is, Cormac said, does Lene know it doesn't work? Lene knows I wanted that book. I'm sure he thinks I'm going to go after the gold, like he did, like Kuznick did. Why else would I want it? Does that matter? Yeah. It means he isn't going to leave me alone. Cormac, I'd like to try one more thing, if you agree to it. I'd like to send a message. What message? To who? To the person who wrote to us about Amy Scanlon. 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 She said carefully as she expected an argument. Interesting idea. If this person knew about Amy, he knew about magic. It was a long shot, but Cormac was happy enough to light the fuse to see what happened. Back in the world, eyes open, Amelia typed out the email. <clears throat> if you know of Amy Scal Scanlon... What name is this, for the love of God? I'm sorry if you have this name. Because <laughs> what? Then you must know something of magic. Perhaps even a great deal. If this is so, I'd like to get your opinion on the situation I've encountered. Oh, she says her email. Uh, how do you see? How do you speak an email? I have information on the possibility of a spell that produces gold, presumably by pulling it directly from the rock without the effort of mining it. Side computer. It seems to be a sympathetic base ritual with earth element components designed to draw forth the desired effect, and so on. That is the 51st page, and we're done. Wow, this is really short. I'm so glad. We've gone really long pages for a while, and they have been killing my soul because some of those books are so juvenile. Anyways, what is this book? I'm sure you're dying to wonder, to know, to realize that if you haven't decided to be a writer, you can because... These art authors are writers, and so you can do it if you believe, because <laughs> they believed in themselves. <laughs> Anyways, this is called Low Midnight. Oh my god, I think this person's actually a famous author, on this, in the sense of one of those people who... Oh, Christ, I feel like I can't escape this girl. I We did her series before, but this is a different perspective, so I didn't realize. I should have known. But maybe it's not. Wait. Wait, I don't know anymore. I'm not sure. That was really loud too. My bad. <laughs> we have to fix that. Because this is a series. Kittle. Kitty. Kittle. 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 Uh, Kitty Norville. Kitty. This is the series. Kitty Norville. Number 13. Did we read number 15 last time? Or was that different? Was it Kitty Norville Saves the World? Was that a different series? Or is this... The same. I don't remember. I just know that my thumb really likes her or something. Because I keep randomly picking her. <laughs> Christ. But sincerely though, if this person is an author, you can be one too. <laughs> 
just do it. Just do it. This is my motivation for you. Trashy Midnight Reads is just a motivation for you to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, the author is Carrie Vong. Yeah, I did. Oh my god, is it? It's the same series, isn't it? That's why there's wolves. Damn it. Right? I don't know. Uh, yeah, published in 2014. Da, da, da. Okay, let's read the summary. My back hurts. My neck hurts. Ugh. Okay. <clears throat> Low Midnight spins out of the series. Oh, see? I knew it. I knew it. But then why is it and Critty Nor... What? If it's a spinoff, then why, why... Why is the series still Kitty Norville? Okay, I guess at least we're not in the same series. Thank God. Okay. Low Midnight spins out of the series on the wave of popularity surrounding Kitty's most popular support... Sub subordinate supporting character Cormac Bennett, a two-minded assassin of paranormal who specializes in killing lycanthropes. In his first solo adventure, Cormac struggles with a foreign consciousness and trapping inside of him. <laughs> Cormac struggling with a foreign consciousness trapped inside him investigates a century-old crime in Colorado in a Colorado mining town, which could be the key to translating a mysterious coded diary. Oh God. A tome with secrets that could shatter Kitty's world and all who inhabit it inhabit it words with a framing sequence the fuck does that mean with a framing sequence secret i can't speak sequence that features kitty norville herself damn who paid for those guest fees <laughs> Low Midnight not only pushes the kitty saga for me, yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> but also illuminates Cormac's past and lays the groundwork for Kitty's future. Me, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm tired of this. Did you enjoy that? It's a New York Times bestselling author, Carrie Vong. If she can do it, you can do it because I'm pretty sure she mixed up third person and first person and omnipresent at the same time and at the same page. Like I said, I hope you have a great day. Did I say that? No, I didn't. But now I'm saying it. I hope you have a great day, a great night. And like I said, I believe in you. Oh yeah, because I have to say this because I have to pretend myself that I'm trying. And if you haven't listened to any of the other ones, you should listen to them. And just share this to anyone you think would need a laugh or pick me up. And follow! Look, I did it. Look, I did it. No one's here anymore though. Because I'm sure you left. <laughs> but, oh yeah, thanks for listening. As always.